Kenji Kojima, a young and able enthusiast, leaves his home province to attend university in the capital. Without the help of his parents, it's difficult to live and study, so he begins learning different occupations until he eventually becomes a true handyman. However, academic qualifications aren't his priority in life. It's finding true love. Unfortunately, it's not that simple. To his aid have come the most unexpected of all things. Panties! Kenji has learned how to identify a girl's personality by her underwear, and he'll meet four girls on his way. A playful sweetheart, a pretty tomboy, a shy introvert, and an icy beauty. Can he eventually find his true love? This is Video Games. Hi! Welcome to This is Video Games, a podcast where I play adult content video games. I'm Justin Ham, and I play video games. And this is it. This one could be it. The finale of Pansu Hunter back to the 90s. We're going to get to the end and hear all the unlockable scenes. And then I'm going to introduce the This Is Video Games rating scale as we review this game. It's probably going to be a bit longer of an episode this time, but we'll finally be free to move on from this awful, awful video game. At least I will. You're all probably basking in my misery. Anyways, let's not waste too much time here. Let me catch you all back up to speed. We've entered the Hot Springs chapter of the game, and we've been up to some shit. We listened in on some girls talking about some stuff, and we had some weird dialogue about kissing. We had some rock soup, and then we put a worm in a rich girl's rice. Now we're at the card game, which is what it sounds like. Now, if you remember right, at the end of last episode, I was highly upset at the cards I was seeing. So let's jump in there. Okay, I'm gonna read these fucking cards. This is this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen. So we're at this card game now. I, I'm assuming this is the card game. We have a jack of clubs. We have an ace of hearts. We have a three of spades. We have a seven of hearts, a ten of clubs, and then a T. A T of clubs. Not a J. A T of clubs. Never seen this card in my life. If you know what a T of Clubs is, if this is like some sort of weird card deck that I'm unaware of, please let me know. Never seen this in my life, though. And there's no printing on it. it it's it's almost like it's supposed to be a Joker, but somebody fucked up. Uh, we sat in Anko and Yukari's room, which wasn't very big, but offered a beautiful scene of the gardens with the window wide open. Uh, the mixture of four shampoo fragrances drove me crazy, but I kept focus. Uh, and the room was pretty chill and the final game came to its logical conclusion. Alright, that's it. Wait, how do you play this? Yukari, can you look and see if I have a good hand? I can't look at them. We are opponents! Oh, okay. Haruka swayed from side to side and made perplexed grimaces. Maybe it helped her think, but it wasn't like her. Most likely, she played for the first time, even though she denied it. Anko didn't say a word. Throughout the whole game, she clearly wanted to win, and needed only one more good hand for her victory. Haruka, can you stop moving, please? You're distracting me. Anna, as usual, sported the perfect poker face, revealing nothing that would give away her, her position. Yukari was confused, and the entire game simply too complicated for her to enjoy. But the cards in my hand show I'll be the winner in the final game, unless... Unless wither a miracle happens, okay, that that's not right. 
but the cards in my hand show I'll be the winner in the final game. Because uh, I know when to hold them and when to fold them. Unless wither, W-I-T-H-E-R, a miracle happens or... Okay, we're going to play along. Okay, I'm, I'm all in on Anko right now. I'm, she's the only one I care anything about, and I don't... I hate everybody in this game, but she's the only one I don't completely hate. She's the only logical one. She's the only one that sees Jonathan Treep as an asshole. Uh, actually, I should probably keep Anko away from him. Uh, should I help Anko? I doubt she'll like it, but I can try. It's just a silly card game. She wasn't taking the right card for me, so I had to outwit her and do some re rearranging. Finally, she was able to take it, but didn't look the least bit happy. Unko has a bulge of anger on her forehead, but I know she'll be fine with it once she realizes I was just trying to help. Yay. I won. And I'm out. Unko? But wait, we haven't revealed our cards yet. Look at her cards. Seems she found an early victory with your help. I, I did help her. No, you imagined it. Well, okay, if you say so. No, it is your fucking... I, I didn't do anything. I literally did nothing. Anna stretched gracefully and yawned. In response, I yawn automatically. I'm gonna get something to drink, and I'll be in my room. Okay. I'll go in the room, too. I'm a bit tired. Hooray. Harker remained in review... To, Haruka remained to review the cards and rack her brain. I won't disturb her. What? <laughs> she's just gonna like. She's just like. What is she like? Fucking reviewing it? Like there's a fucking fraud happening? Uh, going out to take a refreshing walk. I met an angry uncle. Why did you do that? I want to play a fair game. Hey, just cool down. You almost lost this time. Before that, you lost twice. I could tell how frustrated you were since you, your cheeks were red and swollen. I just wanted to help you a little. Is it so wrong to be on your side? Uncle is very mad at me. Uh, stepping up quickly, she grabbed, she grabbed my by the collar. Don't you understand? <laughs> I don't need such victories. It's even worse than losing. I like the way she talks. I don't need such victories. <laughs> You're right. I hate losing. But is that s such a bad thing? Yes. Yes, it's a terrible thing. You should love losing. I love losing. I love losing. Uh, hey, it's just a card game. You should be able to lose and learn from it. Nothing will come from you getting pissed any yourself. Nothing will come from you getting pissed any yourself. That's not right. It'll come in handy in the future. People don't look up to sore losers. You have to be ready to lose as much as you are to win. Still, I'm sure you'll win a lot in life, so you probably have nothing to worry about. I know. I got it. You're right. Okay, thanks. I'm, I'm glad I could help you, Anko. Uh, Anko moved around the corner after giving me an interesting look. I hope she's not too angry at me. Maybe she'll relax after a while. I hope she chokes me in my sleep. That'd be fucking rad. Uncle came into my room and choked me in my sleep. It was a miserable death, but I deserved it. After the game... <laughs> that, that's me uh, projecting what I want to happen in the game. After the game, we returned to our rooms. Uh, the chairs had left... The chairs had left our backs numb while playing, so it was great to finally enjoy the relaxation of a bed. During the trip, I noticed something weird. I'd lost almost all interest in pantsuits. 
I didn't have a wild desire to peek through or steal panties. It was a wonderfully strange metamorphosis, but I couldn't explain what had come over me. Didn't we? I don't know. No, we didn't. But why? Why suddenly was this happening? Earlier, I hadn't even bothered to try to know the girls. My focus was fixed on stealing their pantsuits. And suddenly, at the onsen, we spoke and were sharing stories, laughing and learning and playing cards. In essence, we'd begun communicating on a personal level. Holy shit! Jonathan is gonna—he's gonna learn that actually having a conversation with people may be the best way to get to know them. Holy shit! What a revelation! It was like coming a beautiful it was like coming a beautiful oasis of happiness in a desert of despair. Now that is an unfortunate typo or a fortunate one depending on how you're looking at it because it's like it, it, I'm going to read it again because it's so funny to me. It was like coming a beautiful oasis of happiness in a desert of despair. It was just coming a big oasis of happiness just coming away uh, like I'd found a garden of Eden and was trusted to be its gardener how fucking dramatic is this guy I still think panties are beautiful and intimate and seductive that they will always be a special part of the girls and but does it make sense to live this paradise of life and love and happiness for something so trivial no Fuck it, it's creepy! Beauty will save the world, and me as well. What the hell? Uh-oh, there's Anko. Oops, sounds like something is wrong with wrong in paradise. Uh, the door open. All four girls rush into my room without so much as a hello. Anko approaches me boldly and grabs me by the collar before I could even stand from the bed. It's obvious she... Obvious she's angry and not playing around. Have you decided to take revenge for your loss in the game? What are you talking about? You knew where our panties were, and there aren't any perverts around but you! Uh, you- okay. We know he isn't guilty. Did you forget what happened at our house? Did panties disappear at your house too? Huh. What a coincidence. This bastard was holding my panties and trying to get away with it! Well, it's obvious he stole our panties. It's very obvious. Wait, how do you know it's me? Did you know Anna also likes pant? Anna steps up and punches me in the stomach. But maybe it wasn't him. Who knows? Anna, you're acting strange. Why didn't you let him finish talking? Oh, he was just going to say something stupid. That I like pancakes. Yes. Uh, yes, that was what I was going to say, for sure. Well, I say we let the thief reveal himself right now. Let's resolve this peacefully. It's probably that old guy. It's such a dumb fucking Me thing too. to have happen. Watch this the old guy who safe. runs this. What are you thinking? Of course it's him. Who else do you expect? Wait, I have an alibi. Oh yeah? How will you prove it? I'll, well, I'll need to think and I'll need some time. You can call me guilty whenever you want, but I need to prove my innocence? Maybe it was one of you. Okay. Or maybe it was that suspicious, filthy old man who runs the That's place. That's what I said. He's Thank been you. Drunk and sleeping for a while now. That, if yeah. no one wants to admit to theft, then I suggest we find our lost panties and appoint a chief investigator. Okay, I agree with you, Kari. She has a point. Fine. All right. Also, I want to be the investigator. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to do it. Yeah, unless you've forgotten, sweetie, you're the main suspect. 
No can do. Okay. But maybe I'd be a good fit. We remember your tricks. You're just as bad as he is when it comes to trust. I vote for Yukari. She's the most responsible person here. I agree. Me too. Yukari it is. Alright. Well, uh, Yukari looked rather happy that she was trusted enough to be an investigator. And to have such a task, search search out a thief with a hunger for women's fannies. <laughs> okay, I can do this. You can do it, Yukari. Nobody believes in you. Uh, feels like we're in some kind of role-playing game right now. It doesn't. Feels like we're in a terrible point-and-click visual novel game right now. Quiet, That's what it Mr. feels Suspect. like. Don't tell me how to live my life, Yukari. Yukari giggled as the power trip went to her head. Okay, let's get out of here and find some clues. Okay. It's frustrating to admit that I have no alibi. Needing to breathe, I walk along the corridors and get some water before returning to the room. Trying to prove myself innocent in this situation is going to be very problematic. None of the girls trust me, of course, so there's another issue. Who's guilty? If you ask me, I'd put my money on Haruka or Anko. Haruka likes pranks and Anko loves to alienate. Not like anyone's going to listen to me. But wait, maybe it was Anna. After all, she's also a pantsu hunter. Could she also have an alibi that would keep them from suspecting her? While thinking, I accidentally lose track of my whereabouts and walk into one of the girls' rooms. As soon as I realize my mistake, I know I'm in trouble if anyone finds me. Turning to leave, I hear footsteps heading this way. Without a choice, I immediately dash for the closet and hide inside. Are you sure you hid them well? Yeah, no one will find them. Oh, really? Crap, she is headed right for me. And what's that? Why are these pink panties sticking out right here? Uh, these are very cute and also stand out so anyone would notice. Oh, she's too obvious. Okay, so so there, we're we're talking. Are are we talking or are she talking? Is she talking to somebody else? <laughs> oh, Haruka's there. You got there. me into this, but you need to learn everything to keep your butt out of trouble. Do you understand? With a sharp movement, Anna yanked the panties from the door gap. Thankfully, the door didn't even stir, and they didn't reveal me as they came free. I know the better place to hide everything. Let me show you. Awesome. Sounds perfect. Okay, they're gone. Wow, those two are dangerous, but I won't be able to figure out this case without doing some investigating of my own. Should I follow Wait. them? I think someone might be in the closet. How? Oh, I doubt that. No, we have to check it out. We do. You should check it out, because, oh great, this is the end of me. Even as I hoped it wouldn't... The closet door swung open. Well, well. What do we have here? Oh, no way! How could you? Um, sorry. I got confused and slipped into the wrong room. And what's under here? Ha! <laughs> stolen panties! Yes, yeah, stolen by you two! What happened in here? Yukari entered the room after the racket. Look at it yourself. Um... No, it's not what it looks like. I'm in the wrong room, and they stole these. Oh, be quiet. You're in a closet with all the stolen panties. I don't think they need to know anything else. How much underwear did they bring to this affair? And why? I don't understand why there's so much... How long are they staying at this place? 
Like, uh, maybe I'm just really... I don't know, yeah, man. He's such a cute pervert. Gosh, this is so terribly unfair. That's what Jonathan Treep said. It's... it's... okay. Despite the injustice, life remained beautiful, though, because I was in the circle of four nymphs, surrounded by which the beautifully starry sky appears like something truly unreal. Or maybe that's just flies before my eyes. I don't know, and I don't care. All I know is my mind is seeing the impossible, and everything around me is stunning. I want to be here forever. This trip was absolutely the most amazing of my life, and I wonder if I'll ever see another that even begins to match. At least while I was in the girls' closet, I was able to enjoy seeing all the girls' beautiful, sexy, and adorable panties at once. Is that the end? That's the end? That's the end? Oh. Oh my god. I have to do that all over again? Well, you didn't, but you did it anyways. So, like I said last episode, this chapter works on a point system, and I just wanted to get one character ending. I fucked up, and honestly, I wasn't sure where, so I looked it up, and as it turns out, you have to enter the girl's room instead of going straight to your room at the very start of the chapter. So in my case, because I'm trying to get Anko's ending, I have to enter Anko and Yukari's room first. It should be noted here, none of these rooms are marked at all, so yeah, it's it's a problem. Alright, yep, 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 yep. This is the car ride, this is the car ride, everybody's talking about the car ride. This is the car ride, this is the car ride, everybody's talking about the car ride. And everybody's gonna throw up in the seat. Everybody's gonna throw up in the seat. Now there's a lantern, it's very cool. Yeah. Everybody likes the lantern, like yeah. And we're talking about stuff, and we're talking about stuff, and I get hit by Anna. And I get hit by her, and I get hit by her, and I get hit by her. And now I get asked if I need the help. I'm gonna refuse the help, because I don't want to get with Yukari. I'm gonna try to get with uh, Anko, like I did last time. But I screwed it up this that first time. Okay, so this is apparently, this little part right here is apparently where I have to do a thing. Doesn't anybody does around here? Okay, so I have to click on the right room. Okay, and it doesn't tell me what the right room is. Oh, this is miserable. So I have to click on Yukari and Anko's room. Oh, look, Anna, we have a guest. Okay, this isn't whose room I wanted, so I have to go, so I have to retry this entire thing. Okay, great. Um, fuck it. Alright, and we're riding in the car, and we're riding in the car, and we're riding in the car, and we're riding in the car. Everybody's talking about some stuff, and they're all gonna throw up in the car. That's the song I just made up about throwing up in cars. Okay, and we're gonna click through some more stuff, cause fuck it. And there's a lamp. It's got some lightning bugs. There's a lamp. It's got some lightning bugs. There's a lamp. It's got some lightning bugs, and I get hit by this one girl here. I'm not gonna help you. I'm gonna refuse you, Yukari, cause you're weird. And you can't, but you're a nice girl. But I need to keep you away from Jonathan Treep, cause he's a weird fucking dude. 
And this is a rather modest place. Blah 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 blah. Now we gotta click on the right room here. Hey, we did it. Or at least that's what I would have heard and seen that had I paid attention. What? Instead, I stared at the two beautiful girls before me. You! What are you doing? Um, awkward. Anko flushed crimson. But not all of it seemed from anger. Still, I was pretty sure she was pissed enough to move mountains. Or snap my neck. Yukari, however, was completely embarrassed and covered herself with a large towel. She was so fast I didn't even get a chance to see anything. Just staring at the floor, she refused to look at me. Apparently, she couldn't stand the gaze of Why a prowler. Why are you even in here? Why am I in here? That's a good question. I was just stopping by to see if any of you ladies needed some help. I could help you change clothes by holding a mirror or something. That's not true. Honestly, it tells you to go to your room, but then it doesn't tell you which one is your room. It just assumes you know which one. And that none of the rooms are marked. There's no, like... Subtitle like like just in case this gets edited out. I so the first time I clicked right on my room That was fine. Apparently it just dumb luck, right? The second time which will probably get edited out. I clicked on the other girls room This was the room I wanted to click on but it took me three tries to do it because there's three rooms None of them are marked because this game is fucking dumb and terrible. No, no one needs your help. Look at you Kari She's so embarrassed She's very embarrassed. She's she looks very embarrassed. I glanced at you, Kari, but Uncle no, interrupted stop me. stop looking at her. I'm sorry, but you Get just out said of here right now. Okay. By the way, isn't Haruka supposed to be with you? Uncle slammed the door in my face, making chills run ran down my back. Okay. Apparently. So wait a second. What did I do that right? I'm confused now. Clicking through dialogue, it's funnest part of this game, cause this game is terrible and it doesn't have a fast forward option. Why wouldn't you have that in this fucking game? I don't understand, nobody does. Okay, It's wild. I won't be able to figure out this case without doing some investigating on my own. Should I follow them? This is just too painful to watch. I didn't steal any of, the, any of those panties. I need to set everything straight with the investigator if she, she's even listened to me. Okay, I'm a, okay, on my way to find Yukari, I noticed my own door is own to my room. And wonder if they're also trying to steal my underwear. Do they need that much? Entering the room, I find Anko rummaging through my bag. Okay, here we go. Shocked myself, I sneaked, sneak up on her and grab her from behind. Hey, can I ask if you're going through my bag? Huh? Anko jumped up and knocked me over in the process. Damn, don't scare me like that. I'm sorry. What, d decided to go looking for my boxers? Of course not. I was looking for the panties you stole. I searched the entire room but didn't find anything. Maybe it wasn't you. It wasn't me. I've been with you and the girls. When would I have had a chance? Not very funny. I remember what you did at our home. Yep, I was. I am a terrible, creepy motherfucker. That's you're absolutely right, Uncle. Again, the only sane one in this fucking game. I didn't steal anything, and actually, the girls did that. Which girls? Anna and Haruka. I overheard their conversation. What? 
Well, is it true? Are you sure? I accidentally walked into their room and they talked about where to hide them. Why would they do that? God, I was so sure it was you. I'm so sorry. It's okay. No, don't worry about apologizing. Help me find them so I can clear my name. Yes! Time to punish these bitches for lying! Damn, Uncle's hardcore. Uh, after a bit of searching, we eventually found them and watched them hide the panties under a rotten bush in the, on the street. Under a rotten bush on the street. Finding their panties would be unreal. What did they think? This wasn't funny. After Anna and Haruka left, we rescued the panties and brought them to Anna and Har- Haruki's room. They can't even get their own names right. Uh, after strewing them everywhere, Yukari ca- caught us in the act. We explained everything and she believed us. We didn't have to prove anything because she completely trusted her sister's word and maybe a little of mine. Anko and I hid in the closet and waited for the girls to return. Anko seems ready to burst with anticipation and joy, barely restraining her laugh. You know, it's strange, but I really have fun with this. And with you and the girls. I don't remember when I had fun like this, except maybe some of Yukari's pranks. I could never find a way to talk to them, but it seems they don't always act so silly. These girls are not silly. I really am having a great time here. Oh, that's good. I feel like I'm ready to do things and make new accomplishments. She's gonna make new accomplishments. While she spoke, I just listened, but it was true. Uncle had changed. I'm really happy for you. Uncle smiled sweetly and pushed me with her shoulder playfully. Finally, Anna and Haruka entered the room. What in the world? But, but we hid all these. Seems like someone must have followed us. Did you see anyone? <laughs> no, but these panties have teddy bears on them. I think they're Anko's. Uncle hissed in laughter. I think I have a feeling who might have been spying on us. Anna approached the closet where we hid, but Anko jumped out in surprise. Ha! Boo! Gotcha! Haruko rushed out in panic as Anna stayed in place, narrowing her eyes at Anko while she clenched and unclenched her fists in anger. I want to punch you so hard right now. <laughs> then Anko threw her arms around Anna with a laugh. Aw, I'm so sorry, but I couldn't resist. You had to be punished for being naughty. <laughs> Anko sneaked a look at me and gave me both a smile and a thumbs up. I smiled back and sighed in relief. At least our little tomboy was having fun. Uh, I, uh, I, is that it? That's the ending? Despite the injustice, life remained beautiful, though, because I was in the circle of four nymphs surrounded by which the beautiful starry sky appears like something truly unreal. Or maybe that's just flies before my eyes. I don't know. Yeah, I don't care. I want to be here forever. This trip was absolutely the most amazing of my life, and I wonder if I'll ever see any, another that begins to match. Yeah, at least while I was in the girl's closet, I was able to enjoy seeing all the girls beautiful, sexy, and adorable panties at once. God, that's terrible. That's that's it. That's the end. That's that is always the end. But we got Anko's ending that time. So I guess. Wait, hold on. Oh, I press retry. I don't want to retry. We're done. Question becomes: Am I gonna get the other endings of this game? And the answer is no. 
I'm not. I I wanted to see what a character ending was. I I have to say I'm glad he doesn't get with anybody in the end because fucking Jonathan Treep does not deserve happiness. He does not deserve happiness like at all. So I'm glad none of them go for that. They're all kind of like buds now that he randomly like steals their panties for no fucking reason because he's a weird motherfucker. Ah. Oh. But we're not done yet, as there's two things I want to do before I end this game completely. One, I need to find the two hidden scenes I'm missing, which I will do. And two, I need to read the epilogue. So, okay. Here, we're going to read the, the epilogue here. Uh, to the game. Uh, there are more character endings. I could go get Haruka's ending, I could go get Anna's ending, I could go get Kari's ending, but I have a feeling they're all just like small variations where you kind of bond a little bit with each one of them, and who fucking cares? Like, honestly, who cares? In the end, it's just, the, it's the same dialogue, so we're not gonna do it. We're just gonna go to the epilogue and see what awaits, uh, Jonathan Treep. Now, um, now the picture here is Jonathan Treep on a motorcycle. Very exciting stuff. Uh, he would have a motorcycle. He would. He's that kind of dude. I, I don't mean that as a compliment. Jonathan Treep's on a motorcycle. I drove along the evening road, thinking about the girls I'd met. Haruka, so sweet, carefree, and sometimes childishly cruel, but still kind and naive. I didn't expect she'd understand and even gift me pantsuits. My ears turned red just thinking about it. It seems my hobby didn't remain a secret for her. I'd like to get closer, but is it possible? Was I worthy of Haruka, and could she like me? Anko, a cheerful, tough girl, but kind, vulnerable, and close to her sister. Yukari, who is sweet and fragile like a child. I'd like to be friends with them but I can only visit their homes, smile, repair computers and VHS recorders, and disappear from their lives with their pantsuits. God, that's such a terrible thing to say. Anna, we're from different worlds, but so similar. She's proud, inaccessible, ashamed of her secrets, and will destroy anyone who threatens to reveal them. She's ready to take revenge on her enemies. Other rather than die for shame. I understand her, but I'm going another way. She's very beautiful, but could I ever become her friend? Girls, 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 dancing down on the sunset strip, all of which I didn't dare approach, but just wanted to understand, to see into their personal lives. It's strange now, thinking panties could bring me closer to them. Anyway, I feel as though I'm closer to them than anyone. Maybe Haruka pitied me and Anna despised me, but I want to believe they understood me. What do I want more than anything in the world? To c collect a unique collection, to learn as much as possible about the secret life of girls or about the secret life of as many girls as possible. Of course not. Oh, okay, he was asking the question. Uh, yeah, 
<laughs> I just wanted one of them to take my hand with understanding and forgiveness and to hope we could be together always. This is love to me. I would accept any of her secrets and she would accept mine. But why can't I think of other easier ways to know the girls like or I like? Most of all, I'd like one of them to call and invite me to just sit and watch anime, talk, or go to a cafe. I don't want to be seen as a pervert who steals panties or a free technician for hire. I want to be known as a friend. I know more than a friend. I hear the phone ring. Oh, who is it this time? Do I need to fix a computer, a VHS recorder, a music center? A music center? What is a music center? Or... Hello? That's, that's it. That's the end. That's, that's how it ends. He gets a phone call. That's it. Who knows who it was? I guess insert your own ending here. Uh, okay, Hellecho did some stuff. Programmer Zozo, GG. All these people have terrible internet names. French translator, Spanish translator. Anko Haley C. McCarthy. She does too, it's fine. Aika, okay. These are two large. Big thanks to our backers. There's a lot of backers. Holy shit. Uh, let's see, Chris, big, big ups to Chris, <laughs> big ups, <laughs> uh, there's just a person named Dude, uh, guest 15028441112, man, big ups to guest 1502, whatever, uh, man, big, Jeremy, Jeremy's holding it down, uh, Klotz, there's Kurt K, my boy, uh, Lollipop, uh, big ups to, uh, Mario's so one uh big ups to michael t big ups to mr s big ups to nicholas big ups to onan big ups to pobo big ups to reese waters big ups to richard bay R big ups to robert davis big ups to santi big, up big ups to sengo big ups to squall big ups to ssh1810 big, big ups to texas iv4 big ups to tyler ak big ups to von hang big ups to zolf big ups to zig 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 uh big ups to some chinese Letterings. Uh, thank you so much for supporting the development of this game. Thanks to the Gogan Soft for helping our Kickstarter campaign. That was I was my best reading of the credits. I'm not doing that again. Um, uh, that game is terrible. Uh, this was a people people paid money for this to be made. Why? Why in God's name would you do that? Oh, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. But I tell you what, I hate this game. I, I never want to touch this game ever again. It is it is a bad video game. Oh, we need to we need to put the, the finishing touch on this and be done. I feel like I can do this really really quick. Let me get these scenes. The end. Jonathan Treep learns almost nothing, and he receives a phone call. That's it. Also, if anyone listening to this is disappointed I didn't get the other character endings, you go play Pantsu Hunter and get them. I, I fucking dare you to do it. Anna and Haruka's are the only ones I haven't looked at, and honestly, I just don't care enough to look them up. 
I easily could. YouTube exists, but nah. Also, we mentioned that Kickstarter page last episode, and now is the time to talk about it. I picked out a few gems from this page that I'd like to share here. Here's the description of the game. It says, This game is short but eventful. We won't bother you with tiresome combining or boring puzzles. Unnatural puzzles cannot be in the girl's room. Act quickly, otherwise you can get into an unpleasant situation. They won't bore you with boring puzzles. Okay, like clicking on a bottom of a dresser 13 times. Okay, any, moving on. Uh, they then have a GIF, or GIF image. I don't know what it is. GIF, 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 GIF. It's a GIF image of a puzzle that I do not believe is in this game. And if it is, and you're a Pantsu Hunter expert, please feel free to correct me. I don't think anybody's a Pantsu Hunter expert, nor should you be, but it's... But the game is, it's you dragging articles of clothing around in a drawer, and it actually looks somewhat interesting for this game. There also seems to be a scene playing here that shows you being able to lock Haruka in the bathroom, which I did not find. And now here's kind of the main event here. This is this is what the team behind this game thinks they're doing. It's sort of a mission statement of what Pantsu Hunter is all about, and I, I love this. It says, Many people think that this game is about a pervert, but it's not. This story isn't about panties, but about people. You communicate with a girl, try to solve her problems, reveal character traits, and learn something new about characters, including the protagonist. In a process, you open additional scenes telling about the past of the girls, drama in their life, funny situations, and relationships. The main goal of the game is to give the player a fun time with jokes, pranks, and unexpected moments. We are intrigued by the concept of finding out something about a person by getting into the into their houses. We come into a girl's house, see her life from the inside, and find out about her personality or past. Whereas panties are an excellent occasion for creating a comedic challenge. So that's that's what they think they're doing here, uh, which is cute uh, because I I didn't get any of that. I I don't feel the same way as they do about this game. But God bless, man. And now I'd like to go over some of the rewards that you could have got if you were a Kickstarter backer here. So you could have the cast gratitude. That's that's nice. You could have your name in the credits, which a lot of people had. You could have a KS exclusive wallpaper, whatever that means. A digital copy of the game. Cosplay wallpaper of your choice. A voice thank you from character of your choice. Digital OST, digital walkthrough, all cosplay wallpapers, beta access, all voice thank you from each girl, a digital 20-page art book, a frank audio monologue from each girl, all future games from us, wow, that's that's a lot, collection of physical postcards of each girl, high-quality Dakimakura art, in-game cameo on CG art, limited uh which i'm guessing that's what the newspaper is i'm guessing that's that van hang guy he was one of the few that actually got it uh mouse pad you can get a physical copy of the game a physical copy of the ost they made physical copies of this game why oh god handmade souvenir pantsuits a physical copy of the 20 page art book an art book from artist or artwork from artist that's what it says a physical Dakimakura. I'm guess is Dakimakura a person? I think I don't know. I have no idea. But that's what you could have gotten if you backed this game. And now finally, here are their stretch goals. They had a twelve hundred dollar 
basic goal. They had a $1,500 goal to get simple eye and background animation uh, going, and they hit that. They had a $2,200 goal to unlock the erotic photo gallery, which they did. And they have a $3,300 new chapter Hot Springs classic visual novel style, which is what we just played through, which is a good chapter, actually. And that was that was their $3,300 goal. They hit that. Uh, they have the $4,000 Japanese voicing. They did not get that. $5,900 new chapter parody of the popular anime. $9,500 final goal here of a minute and 30 ending with an exclusive song, which they didn't. So we, we don't actually know the ending of Pantsu Hunter is what I'm saying that we, it will forever remain a mystery to us, I guess, because they didn't hit their Kickstarter goal. That's kind of sad. Anyways, moving on here at the end there, I said something about putting the finishing touch on the game and that's me going back and unlocking the two scenes I was missing. Now, the first one wasn't too bad. I was missing one of Haruka's scenes, and the way to get it was going back to her chapter and turning the TV to channel 69. Uh, yeah, that's hilarious. Which basically meant just power clicking on the TV as fast as I possibly could. After that, I had to revisit Anna's chapter and find all the pearls and all that stuff to unlock this mini game. This was where I ran into a bit of trouble because the mini game is only at the end of the chapter, so you gotta keep playing through it and I found it a real pain in the ass. There was one pearl that I was missing. It was in the living room, and it was right on the table, and I just missed it every single time. But anyway, this minigame, you have to put all the pearls and ribbons back onto a pair of pantsuits. Not gonna lie, unlocking this took me about an hour, and I can't stress enough how long an hour it feels in this game. Thank you. Now I'll get something for you. You see that kitten on the top shelf of the Oh, closet? okay, here we go. I made it myself. Very cute. Ouch. Are you okay? Oh, what is this? Hey, give it back! So you make panties. Why do you care? Get out of here! I'll transfer the money to your card. Oh my god, I failed it! Oh, that's not enough time for that! That's not- that's a terrible minigame! I have to do that all over again, just for that! And after that, the internet- Oh, that sucks so bad! Do you know what could be wrong? This is the last try on this, and then... Oh, we did it, thank god! Oh, this- Oh, did you song yourself? Oh, thank God we did that. Yes. Oh my God, I hate that minigame so much. Oh, that's the worst thing I've ever done. Okay, maybe not the worst. It's I've done worse, but still, God, that sucks. These are the panties of my dreams. Can I take them? Please, 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 please. It's fine. I got these. Homemade pantsuits. Yay, we got them. We're done here. We don't ever have to do that again. All we have to do is read four scenes, and we're done with this game forever. Oh, I've never been so happy in my life about being done with a video game. Because it's terrible. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, man. Okay, here we go.
Okay, so that was my struggle unlocking the few scenes I was missing. Not going to waste too much time here. We're just going to jump right into Haruka's scenes, and I'll talk about them a bit more after we're done. Despite unlocking two of them and reading them when I first got through Haruka's chapter, I've went back and put them all together and put them in order. I figure it's just easier to digest that way. I noticed while we were playing we unlocked some scenes. So let's look at let's look at these scenes. Let's just look at some scenes. Let's see what's going on in these scenes. Because uh, scenes are very important. We have Haruka Amaya Kawa here, and she she has the flower and the history of vengeance. All right, let's let's see what the flower is all about. Um, all right, it's Haruka. There's a picture of her on the phone. Haruka repeatedly dialed the number. Only on the fifth try did a lazy voice bother to answer. What? Hiroshi. The name fell from her tongue like petals from a cherry blossom. Eyes worried. Your sister said you got back three days ago, but you never called me. Yeah, well, you wanna guess why? Haruka tightened her grip on the phone as her heart tightened, not wanting to think the worst. Are you busy? I have the flower you asked me to care for. I could bring it by. Just trash it. Why you do? Get lost yourself, Hiroshi replied. Her voice trembled as her eyes her eyes teared. She could barely speak around the grief in her throat. Weren't you weren't you even going to tell me? Couldn't you just call and say it was over? How could you just forget all about me? About us? Okay, since you can't take a hint, Hiroshi snapped angrily. It's over. Hiroshi's a Hiroshi's a real good guy. I uh I, I I think uh I think he's doing the right thing. Um he's he's clearly not a dick face. Um listening to the harsh empty dial tone, Haruka let the phone fall <laughs> to the floor as her heart broke. Haruka tried to walk, but her legs crumpled beneath her, and she slid down to the floor. Te tears spilled from her eyes as the grief overwhelmed her. Te tears filled her eyes and she sobbed in grief. Okay, you said the same thing twice there. Te tears spilled from her eyes as the grief overwhelmed her. Her tears filled her eyes and she sobbed in grief. Yeah, you, you're okay. You're using grief a little too much. Like, like those sentences. Like, okay, now, all right, whatever. That's okay. To her right, on a low table, sat a dark pot with a single white flower, searching for the sunshine. Oh, that's the plant that we found in the uh, the bathroom. That's it. I got it. Uh, all these. Days she had regularly watered and admired the bright petals, but now she could almost barely stand to look at it, wanting to throw it in the trash, just, just like he's told her to do. But it's not the flower's fault, she whispered. It's yours. Three days later, the flower still stood with its bright white petals shining in the sun. At times, Haruka would glance at the flower, but the memories of Hiroshi's words still hurt. She still needed the time to heal her wounds and recover, which in fact it did. As time passed, the flower continued to grow and gotten strong and tall. Now, when she saw the flower, which was almost as tall as she was, she'd forgotten all about him. And strangely enough, she realized she could, she could understand Hiroshi a little. Pain, she discovered, was only temporary. And forgetting what was once so important was so, was so simple. 
Love once so bright could so easily be forgotten, and the wounds once so deep from the hurt could also fully heal. Huh. Okay. Alright, okay, okay. Let's uh let's talk about what I just heard uh right there. <laughs> um that was that was kind of a sweet story. Um not sure why I don't uh-huh. Hmm. The history of vengeance. Here we go. The parting with Hiroshi Mariko had gone to console her friend, but Haruka was inconsolable. Haruka wasn't exactly frustrated with breaking up. She knew it would have happened sooner or later, but it was the way it all happened that broke her heart. The worst, Hiroshi had been inherently cruel in the way he treated her, throwing her away like so much trash. <laughs> like so much trash. <laughs> and even leaving her with his plant as a way for her to remember the torment. <laughs> That's why he did it. He deliberately made her keep the plant. You know, I don't think that's... I think he was just like, man, I don't really care about this plant. Honestly, I don't know why you care. Uh, you know, Mariko finally decided after sitting quietly, you need revenge. That, yeah, that's... Yes, you know what you need, Maharka? I know you're taking this hard. You need revenge. Just, no, that's stupid, Harka objected. Thank God. I just want it over. She continued to object, but Mariko uh, was already excited with the idea she was putting together in her head. Just hear me out. Out. Just hear me out. Just hear me out. That's how Mariko talks. She's Irish. Uh, just hear me out. Marika assured her. Have you heard the company Lotus? They make chairs. And what? Harga asked, totally confused as to how chairs fit into any of her heartache. <laughs> well, there's a legend that the found of the company was a truly enterprising woman, but her hus husband did the worst thing to her. He divorced her and then despite doing nothing to build his the company, took everything and she had from her in court. When it was all over, the wife smeared one of the dining chairs he regularly sat in. Hold on, let me do that. <laughs> well, there's a the legend that the founder of the company was a truly enterprising woman, but her husband did the worst thing to her. He divorced her, and then despite doing nothing to build the company, took everything she had with from her in court. When it was all over, the wife smeared one of the dining chairs they regularly sat in with a poison safe for women, but deadly for men. When the husband sat down to eat, sat down eat. <laughs> that's that's how it reads, actually. When the husband sat down eat. <laughs> Sometimes you just sat down eat. You just sit down and eat. Uh, he died instantly. <laughs> the police didn't suspect anything and couldn't find anything. But something like that must have been 100 years ago, Haruka shook her head. More like 500. But since then, they still say if a girl orders a chair and says she was deceived or abandoned, she'll get a chair smeared with the same poison that works only once. That's... that's... 
That's such nonsense, Arkaprown. Do you really believe that? Oh, who knows. But let's try. Mariko pulled her phone. When she found the number, the, wom the woman who picked up had a pleasant voice. Wait a second. Okay, hold on a second. She pulled her phone. I want to point out, this game is set in the 90s. Cell phones, not a thing. Uh, not until the late 90s. This is clearly early 90s. We had DVD players, I think, late 90s. Um, cell phones were starting to make the rounds a little later in the 90s. But they were, and they were, you know, they were pretty popular, but not like everybody had a cell phone at that point. Um... Uh, I don't know, we'll just say she pulled it off, it was a cordless, you know, they had those. Uh, thanks, thanks for calling Lotus, how can I help you? Well, my friend recently got dumped by a really awful guy, and she'd like to order a chair. Understood, I will make it ready, I will, it will be ready in two months. What, but why so long? If that does not suit you. No, no, two months is fine, Marco answered. <laughs> and finished the order over the phone. Exactly two months later, Haruka let the delivery men into her home and the chairs were set up for her. As they left, she signed and thanked them for the delivery. No longer did she remember the old legend or the breakup with Hiroshi that had led to their purchase. To their purchased. Ah, this... Okay, all she knew was that they were beautiful and comfortable. She smiled and leaned back in one, letting out a sigh and deciding to take a name before the handsome young guy arrived to fix her VHS recorder. Okay, well, I guess that's uh, the history of why we died in that chair. The shop for... Okay, so this is Haruka's third scene that we didn't unlock the first time through. The way you had to unlock it is you had to get the six, you had to click on the TV until you got to channel 69. <laughs> and that's that apparently I'm guessing that's what the mirror was hinting at too. The, and the way you had to do it is you had to power click on the TV until you got to channel 69. And, and while she was out, or because as soon as she comes back, she kicks you out of the house. It's a pain in the ass. Uh, but anyway, here we go. This is the shop. So we're going to read this scene uh, for Haruka. 69! exclaimed the energetic man on the television screen. Write it down so you won't forget it. This is your lucky pass to paradise. Say this code to the cashier at any Lilia store and get two sets of laundry for the price of one this weekend only. Haruka ran her finger across the mirror and thoughtlessly repeated the code. 69, code 69, 69, code 69. Why not? Why not give myself a treat and go, sh a go shopping? Treat a go shopping. Uh, an attractive guy had plans to repair her VHS recorder for free, so she figured she could spend that money on something both beautiful and useful. A nice set of, yeah, of course, panties and bras, yeah. I, it would have been the perfect day out, except everyone seemed to have heard the advertisement and the store was packed with schoolgirls, students, and middle-aged ladies who moved quickly and loudly between shelves and hangers to fitting rooms and cashiers. Haruka squeezed through the crowd to the shelves, only to find all the prettiest sets totally sold out. It didn't bother her, though, because she hadn't been looking for sexy and lacy, but something much cuter and comfortable. Thank 
Thankfully, she found several of those pushed aside on the middle shelf, and to make her look even better, they were just her size. Grabbing them, she held them to her cheek and hurried... Oh, hold on. Grabbing them, she held them to her cheek and hurried to the cashier. As she arrived at the counter, her heart dropped as she saw the long line. But as soon as she arrived, a younger man arrived at the counter and waved to her. He was a salesperson. She hurried quickly to the front and placed her purchase on the counter in front of him. Hello, she smiled and then quickly flushed with embarrassment. Oh no, she thought. Um, I have a discount cone. It's code. It's, um, it's code 69. The man smiled, re smiled reassuringly. Of course, but you only have one set. Oh, well, I only wanted one. Is it possible to get one for half price? Hark asked. No, you'll need to grab one more set if you want the discount. With a frown, Haruka returned to the lingerie area, but the items were mostly cleared out, and this time even the cute things were gone. Hmm, well, I could take another pair of pant panites, but what would I do with it? After a moment of thinking, she came up with an idea. I know, I give it... The, I know, I give it the cute guy who's coming to fix my VHS recorder. I'm sure he'll take them. Both pleased and a little embarrassed at her decision, she grabbed another pair of panties and hurried back to the cash register. This time she got her panties, discount, and a gift for the young man who'd be visiting later on that day. Great. Great. What a great scene. What a classic, classically written scene in the game Pantsu Hunter. So Haruka got broken up with by her comedically evil boyfriend, so she ordered some poison chairs with her Irish friend, and then she went lingerie shopping and bought us a pair of pantsuits that she never wore and were apparently too big for her. Sure. The writing in this scene just tickles me. Look, I, I do realize the writer here is working with a machine translation, but machine translation will always be hilarious. Why, why wasn't one of the Kickstarter goals to fix that? Like, well, I don't know, man. Anyways, I guess we're supposed to feel bad for Haruka, and I guess I do, but then she pronounced Yukari's name weird and I didn't like her anymore. Also, that rant about the cell phone, it's nearly impossible to pin down when in the 90s this game is taking place. I'll be honest, I don't know when cell phones gained popularity in Japan, and honestly, I don't care much. So, let's move on to the Arise Sisters. We'll get a bit more info on Yukari's memory stuff here, and other assorted stories but uh let's let's uh let's read these scenes from the arise siblings we have first one golden fish so um let's go let's see what this is all about here yukari hearing her name the girl turned and met the gaze of a thin dark-haired man with glasses he looked a bit older than her and smiled kindly she did not return it <laughs> Do I know you? Yukari asked warily. Yes, I often see you at this pet store, but you never buy anything. We actually got acquainted last time. My name is Takumi, and I work at a nearby cafe. Okay, Yukari. <laughs> That's a great answer, okay? Yukari answered, continuing to watch him unemotionally. I still don't remember. Okay, then I'll do something to help you remember. Takumi smiles and look the girl and took the girl by the hand, pulling her toward the pet store. I'll buy you anything you want, kitten or puppy. No, Yukari shook her head. Don't waste money on me. My sister hates all the fur that gets everywhere and there's no way I can care for a pet. 
Your sister doesn't sound very nice, he frowned. Uh, she's not. She's but then again, I like her better than almost any character in this game, because she punched Jonathan Treep in his fucking face. Uh, that's not true, Yukari objected. She cares about me. Okay, Takumi thought. Then how something... How something small? What? <laughs> what do you think? That's how that's written. Okay, Takumi thought. Then how something small? How something small? What do you think? Yeah. Look at the fish. Yukari smiled for the first time and moved closer to the tanks. Okay. Weird thing is that the fish... Maybe we'll... Okay, I shouldn't judge too quickly. Takumi wa watched the joy on her face. It appeared that she really... It loved the pensive and mysterious creatures with long tails and bright fins. They were beautiful and small, just perfect. Uh, can I help you? The seller approached Takumi. Just, just a Yukari, just a Yukari seemed to have made a choice. <sighs> just a Yukari seemed to have made a choice. Yeah, that's how it's written, uh, and we read things as is on this show. Uh, there, Yukari pointed to an inexpensive, beautiful fish. I think we'll take that one. Takumi watched in fascination as the fish was taken from the tank and packaged. When the seller had finished with the fish and handed her the package carefully, the girl turned to thank and pay the man. But Takumi had cleverly paid for the fish and disappeared from the store. Two days later, Yukari stood at the window of the pet store. Hello, Takumi's cheerful voice surprised her. Add Yukari. Kari, what? Okay, hello. Takumi's cheerful voice surprised her, and Yukari turned to see the black-haired fellow smiling charmingly. That's supposed to be and, and it's still poorly written. It just says ad. Yukari's cheerful voice surprised her, ad, and... Okay, let's read it like that. Takumi's cheerful voice surprised her and Yukari turned to see the black-haired fellow smiling charmingly. Okay. Oh. Fucking proofread your shit. That's all I ask for. Oh, hello, she answered. And then again, don't. It's hilarious. Uh, how's the fish? Takumi asked. Um, how do you know about it? Are you my sister's friend? Asked the girl. The smile slowly faded from the man's face, replaced by my... Replaced my both disappointment and confusion. Okay, hold on. Um, how do you know about it? Are you my sister's friend? Asked the girl. The smile slowly faded from the man, man's face, replaced by both disappointment and replaced my but it's supposed to be by dis both disappointment and confusion is this a joke he asked we met two days ago and i bought brought you a fish or bought you a fish i'm takumi no you must have mixed us mixed us something <laughs> you must have mixed us something the girl objected my sister brought me the fish she probably noticed that i like to come here Oh, excuse me, Takumi turned and continued his walk to the cafe without looking back at Yukari, who looked at after him for several minutes and then back at the pet shop window. So, she has, like, dementia or something? Is that what's going on? She just, she doesn't remember anything? That's weird, or she just hates that Takumi guy, that's, that's fine. Uh, next up, we have the, the scene, Taste of Glory. So we're going to read that here. Um, 
must taste the glory. Anka was terribly nervous and constantly tugged at the bottom of her short dress. She'd done everything, of course, a short dress. She'd done everything possible to prepare for the school performance, clutching at the folder with the lyrics. She'd gone over them all night, and now she just needed to ensure her makeup was was place. Gotta get that makeup place. Gotta get that makeup just place. Looking around the room, she needed one urgently, but could already hear the announcer call her name. She needed what urgently? Looking around the room, she needed one urgently. What one? What? What are you talking about? And now to begin this year's competition, it's my honor to announce our first performance by Anko, who will be singing without you. Okay. Uh, once he finished, the the room erupted into applause, eagerly anticipating the talented singer. Without you. What song is without you? I don't know. It's probably just a made-up bullshit song. Damn, if the class teacher hadn't threatened her with a bad mark for the year, Anka wouldn't have even considered participating in such an event. In addition, she had the burden of children coming to see their heroine perform. It was great that a good layer of makeup could mask the redness in her cheeks, but what about cloying the trembling in her voice and hands? Stepping out onto the stage, she walked into the spotlight and stared at the head of the waiting microphone like one would a cobra. Meanwhile, June stood behind the scenes and straightened her blonde hair as she smiled at her circle of friends, who even let her on, a st- on stage looking like that, laughed June. June sounds cool. Uh, <laughs> she sounds great. That dress looks ridiculous. I wonder where she got it. Her grandmother's closet? To, oh, that's... that's June, June is laying it. She is fucking savage. Uh, two of June's friends stood next to her and giggled in response. And look how thick her legs are, one of them commented. So, alright. I like... I might like uh, Anko a little bit more after that comment. Okay, girls, time to make her a superstar, June said and pulled a hefty tomato from a shopping bag. No one will notice us from here, and if they do, we'll all just be forgiven anyway. I never get in trouble for anything, June smiled. (laughs) At that point, Anko began to sing and could instantly tell her voice was trembling wildly. Her nerves were everywhere, and her confidence had never come around before the performance. While she tried her best to compose herself on stage, she noticed something out of the corner of her eye, and turned just in time to see a large red tomato appear out of nowhere. Recognizing it as a humiliating weapon, she instinctively raised the heavy folder and caught it between the flaps. That's impressive. Uh, It seemed as though her several years in football weren't wasted, but just as she assumed the attack was over, the tomatoes kept coming. As they flew through the air, she let the first tomato fall to the floor so she could hold the folder in both hands, hitting the next two with dexterous swings. She felt her heart race within her chest. Meanwhile, in the large hall, they applauded, calling out in support. Another came, and then a fifth and a sixth managed to turn her around as she ducked in hopes of avoiding it. As she did, she spun back around in time before the next volley, in time to see June's face. As the next tomato flew, Uncle reached out and caught it in her hand. A moment later, she used all the power in her arm and flung the tomato back behind the curtains, striking June right in the middle of her painted face. Is June like... June must be like a juggalo. That's what I'm I'm getting from this. Like, 
She's like a tomato juggalo. That's a special breed of juggalo. They, they use tomatoes instead of fago. Um, it's true. Look it up. It's not true. Don't look it up. Uh, the blonde shrieked in fury as the audience burst into a fresh wave of laughter and applause. Moments later, the teachers hauled red and wrinkled June from behind the scenes to the delight of the audience, and Anko received first prize for the most unusual performance. Uh, and as well as the long-awaited bad mark in mathematics. <laughs> so, so she still failed mathematics? Uh, why did she have to sing to pass math? That doesn't make sense at all. Like, what is... Singing in math? I mean, okay, alright, there's counting beats, yeah, sure, but that... No, why, why would... What self-respecting math teacher is like, you know what you need to do to get a good grade in this class? Fucking sing on a stage. That's what you need to do. And I will pass you because fuck it. As Alright, whatever. Anyway, up next we got the school ball. So let's see what that's all about. Um, okay. Okay, Anko, are you coming to the school ball today? Hayato asked. Oh, hey, here we go. At looking long into her eyes, Hayato's beauty was not immediately noticeable by those who were not accustomed to standing out, but also by those who know their advantages and did not hesitate to use them. Hayato had blue eyes, a piercing glance, and long, gorgeous eyelashes. I, um, Anko lost herself in that gaze. I'd like to, but I will be out of place there. Anko felt herself blushing. But at least she answered honestly. You won't, Hayato smiled. After all, I want to dance with you. <laughs> then of course, Anko flushed more and held the books to her chest. Now she looked cute and fragile instead of determined and bold like she did on the football field. Later that day, Anko sorted through her closet, clothing flying to land on the couch, night tables and floor. Is this a school competition, Yukari asked, peering into her sister's room, or a date? None of your business, Sanko answered, trying to slam the door, but Yukar did not re relent. Okay, you know the character's name. Proofread. God damn it. Proofread. Just, there's an I at the end of that. Like, you are putting this out for money. Just make sure you spelled things right, man. God, you can do it. I believe in you. You hired voice actors. You got art. You got a proofread. That's all I'm saying. I can let you borrow a dress, Yukari teased. Sorry, Seister. Spe spelled S-I-E-S-T-E-R. Again. Oh, but your size never fits. Uncle finally managed to push her persistent sister from the room dress and make her way to the school hall. Uh, the hall was crowded, and Uncle immediately lost herself in the lights of the soffits? Um, what's that? What is a soffit? The hall was crowded, and Anko immediately lost herself in the lights of the soffits. Um... Okay. I don't know what that is. I'll be really honest. I don't. I've never seen this word before. I don't. This is this is what's bad about this game. Okay, or about this right here. So, in most things, if I seen this, I would go, "Oh, that's an actual word." I can Google what this means. In this one, it might just be a terrible typo, and I have no idea. 
So if you out there know what a soffit is, let me know. Uh, cause I have no idea. Uh, the darkness of the hall, colorful lights sliding along the floor and on the walls. Where is Hayato, she thought. I don't see. There. Anko went to him, but stopped in time to see him in the company of June and her friends. June and Hayato smiled mockingly, looking at Anko. She came in a seraphan? She came in a seraphan? June whispered loudly, and everyone around her laughed. Anko felt tears yet well up in her eyes and hurried to the door, completely embarrassed, as she did a melody for a slow dance began. Couples and close friends were already slowly circling the hall, including Hayato and June. Anko ran to the exit, not noticing the tears spilling down her cheeks, but she did notice the arms suddenly around her, holding her protectively. You! Anko looked at her with surprise. Didn't I say you couldn't leave the house? <laughs> you don't get to argue with me today. Yukari shook her he head with a smile. I really want to dance, and I'm so tired of dancing all alone in silence. Only now, Anko noticed the beauty of Yukari's outfit. Yukari was dressed in a black and red dress that accented her curves, long gloves that reached her elbows, and elegant patent heels. Uh, let's dance, suggested Yukari softly. But I don't know how, Anko whispered. It's simple. Just lead me around like a ball? Just lead me around like a ball, sure. Oh, like, because she plays football. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, Yukari took her sister's hand and moved them both boldly into the center of the hall. Smiles of spectators froze on their lips. The girls resembled two ornate butterflies, one shiny black and the other a cotton-like white fluffing around each other in the hall as if there were no other people around them. Who is she? Who is this beauty? The guys and girls whispered back and forth as eyes lingered on Yukari. After the dance, Hayato approached Anko and Yukari, but his eyes never left the younger sister. Anko, who is this? Won't you introduce me to your friend? My name is Hayato. And this is my Anko began to explain, but Yukari silenced her in time with a finger. She simply shook her head. This is our time now, Yukari said, and pulled Anko behind her. A friend, Anko finished, and it really is our time. And together they escaped from the ball, leaving behind a swarm of conversations, glances, whispers, and conjectures neither of them could give a damn about. You know what? Despite typos, that's a, that's a nice story. That's a nice story. You know, credit where it's due. Credit where it's due. I mean, it's, it's cliche as all hell, but it's, it's fine. It's fine. I, I, uh, I don't hate it. I don't hate it. You know what? Despite what I said about this game not being comedic when we talked about the Kickstarter, this game is funny. It's not intentional, but a lot of the writing mishaps really crack me the fuck up. So Yukari forgot a dude who bought her a fish, which was in Anko's room for some reason. That was what I was confused about in the recording there. Anko sang a song and had a tomato fight to pass her math class, and then the sisters had a sweet moment at the school ball. I like the Arai sisters. They're my favorites, and it's not even close. Jonathan needs to stay the fuck away from them. Also, before we move on here, a soffit is an exterior or interior architectural feature Generally, the horizontal aloft underside of any construction element, its archetypal form, sometimes incorporating or implying the projection of beams, is the underside of eaves. Again, never heard that word before. Can't believe I learned a new vocabulary word from fucking Pantsu Hunter, but here we are. 
So now we're going to move on to Anna's scenes, but before we do, Pass Me is going to complain about this video game some more. I could have easily just left this out, but I find my annoyance in the heat of the gameplay kind of funny. Alright, and now we're going to read Anna, Anna Sakai's scenes that we have unlocked. Uh, the first one, I don't remember when I unlocked it. The second one, I don't remember when I or No. The first one, I don't remember how I unlocked it. Second one, I do remember how I unlocked it. So, as I was going through this game and I got confused at the ending, basically there's like two kind of alternate true endings, and I was miss- you have to collect all these little bullshit collectibles, and then it unlocks this terrible, terrible minigame where you have to actually put together a pair of women's underwear from all the stuff that you found. And it's, it's, you don't have enough time to click on all these things and move them. It's a pain in the ass. Like, you gotta be super fast. And then if you fail it, you have to go through all, everything again, which I failed this twice, so I had to go through everything again twice. Uh, it was the biggest pain in the ass I've ever gone through for a piece of shit video game, but here we are, and I unlocked it, so hope when we get there, uh, be thankful that I did that for this fucking recording of this podcast but first we're gonna start off with the first one which is strange anna all right here we go with strange anna engagement the word terrified her to anna the idea seemed so strange and unpleasant was it for the good of the business her father's happiness and her own well-being that she should not marry and Akito, her young, handsome, and rich fiancé, was sympathetic to her feelings. Anna twirled her engagement ring on her palm and, and occasionally glanced at Yoko's wet swimsuit. There are two ands there. I did not stutter. And, and occasionally glanced at Yoko's wet swimsuit. For the love of Christ, people kickstarted this and you didn't bother to proofread it. People, even the people who kickstarted it, could you couldn't just be like, hey, proofread this for me. Like, God damn it! And occasionally glanced at Yoko's wet swimsuit. The panties and bra had been left to dry while Yoko brought, bought cocktails and Anna sat close enough to smell her friend's clothing, which smelled of the sea, sun, and salt. Anna envied Yoko. This trip was like a breath of fresh air for her, and she'd become addicted to Yoko's merry laughter, friendly embraces, and basketball games. The whole trip helped helped Anna forget about her future and she imagined staying forever. After all, what could they do if she canceled everything and refused to ever see her father and Akito again? Anna shook her head, driving away the unnecessary thoughts, and again looked at Yoko's swimsuit. It lay on a protective blanket, but the wind had already blown a few grains of sand onto the wet material. Anna ran her hand over Yoko's pantsuits, begin feigning an attempt to brush off the sand. Then, deceiving herself, she lifted the pantsuits off the blanket and shook them before looking around casually to see if anyone was waiting. Finally, unable to succumb to temptation, she shoved the wet panties on deep into her bag. Don't worry, no one saw you, Anna, Anna whispered to herself as she attempted to appear innocent. A few minutes later, Yoko returned wearing light shorts and a top while carrying cold coconut cocktails with fancy fancy tropical straws. Anna looked upset and did not match her friend's smile. Anna, what's wrong? Yoko asked, concerned. I felt so hot, so I went for a quick dive and someone stole part of your swimsuit, Anna lied. 
Oh, who cares? At least you're all right. I'll just assume the wind carried them away. She laughed, totally unfazed by the theft. Even though I kind of liked that we had the same swimsuit and kind of looked like twins. Forgive me, it's all my fault. So please, take this as an apology, and I held out an open palm. I found it in the water while I was diving. Yoko glanced at it and pushed Anna's hand away. Are you kidding me? It looks so expensive, and you just found it in the water? Yeah, I saw a glint, and there, there is was. There is was. Anna <laughs> took Yoko's hand and put it on her palm. I'm not reading that wrong. There is was. There is was. Uh, Yoko sighed and looked at the golden ring as it glinted in the sun. Okay, I'll take it. Thanks. I'm guessing that was her engagement ring. I, I, I'm guessing. It's wild, wild stab in the dark there. Uh, now we're going to read Happy Anna, which is the, the scene I went through Hell and High Water to unlock. Oh my god. This better be good. This better be really good. It's probably not going to be good. It's probably not going to be good. Anna walked into her regular underwear shop and immediately headed for her favorite brands, running her fingers along the lace trims, cute bows, and the exotic fur lining she f she frowned. Nothing new. Nothing interesting. Can I help you? Anna turned to the thin voice and blushed at the man who stood beside her, behind her. He was very handsome and dressed simply in a black shirt embroidered with the, the shop name on the upper left portion of his chest. Anna frowned slightly, her cheeks still flushed red. Um, do you work here? I was really hoping to talk to Akiko today. Is she working today? Yes, I work here, he smiled. Akiko has the day off. Why would they let a guy work in a lingerie shop? Anna frowned even more. Why not? It's a job like any other. Here, let me slip you these white panties with laces with suit or let me help you i don't know why i said slip that was on me it's a job like any other here let me help you these white panties with laces would suit you just perfectly that's a real creepy thing to say i'm sorry anna said lolly but i'm choosing underwear for my boyfriend well this section is for women's underwear so you'll need to shop elsewhere the man looked at her with an affable smile he likes cross-dressing, Anna responded, smiling even wider. As other customers began to listen, some of them giggled and stopped to watch them. Um, I don't know about that, the man blushed at all, all the attention and watched her. Well, I agree that the white panties with lace will look great on him. In fact, you, you're almost exactly his size, Anna winked at a few of the girls who watched them. Thanks for the advice. Completely embarrassed, the man just stood at the display and stared at her. Anna grabbed a few of the panties and moved to the cashier who tried to hold back their laughter. After checking her out and bagging their items, Anna left the store and looked back at the man through the glass. He still stood by one of the displays and his whole face was still red. Anna thought to herself, I'll have to be sure to come back when he's working. Teasing the new guy is kind of fun, and he looks so cute when he's embarrassed. Smiling, she walked away from the store and shook her he head. Oh, what am I thinking? That's so silly. Trying to forget the strange thoughts, Anna hurried away. That was it. She, she, she sure showed that guy that worked in the lingerie shop. Uh, and then finally we have Plush Bear. Let's learn all about this. Got a feeling this is a sad one. We that we cut. This is the bear that we cut open. 
12-year-old Anna sat in front of the awkwardly sewn bear cub, and one after one stuck the plush toy with needles. This is for calling me stupid and stinky. She cried and stuck the needle deeply into, into the belly. This is for going to see Naoko and not me, as usual. The needle pierced the belly's paw. This is for you, Akira, because you betrayed our friendship. The needle pierced the bear's ear with such force that the that he flew... F he flew... F-R-R-W. He flew for the... From... He flew far from the table to the floor? I think it's supposed to be forward. From the table to the floor. He flew for from the table to the floor. Wow, that's such an egregious typo. Anna crossed her arms on the table and placed her head on them as she wept bitterly. A few moments later, her crying became quieter and she raised her head. Standing from the chair, she crossed the floor and wiped away her tears as she looked at the bear lying on the floor. I'm so sorry. Anna pulled the needles from the body and shook her, the dust from her, the fur. I'm sorry, Teddy. You're not guilty of anything. Now you'll be my best friend. The next day, Anna arrived at school before everyone else, and upon her desk sat a teddy bear. Those who dared even look at him side sidelong met Anna's malicious glance. Only Naoko, beautiful girl with black curls, went to Anna with a friendly smile. What a dear little bear. It doesn't look store-bought. Did you sew it yourself, Naoko asked, looking at the bear? Yes, answered Anna. She could hardly pronounce the words as if spilling them out, but Naoko did not seem to notice it. And what did you name him, Naoko asked, asked again. Akira. Naoko laughed, and Anna looked at, at her with both anger and bewilderment. Oh, no, forgive me, Anna. I just thought that he really looks like Akira. Yesterday, when Akira was carrying my backpack, he slipped and so absurdly waved his hands, well, like a bear. Naoko waved her hands, laughing and depicting Akira. Anna watched and then laughed after her. And Akira himself, who was about to approach them, took a step back and went into the corner of the classroom. So, this thing that meant a lot to her childhood is the thing we cut open to get fucking underwear. Real classy. Real fucking classy of, uh, Jonathan Treep to do that. Oh, I'm so happy this game's almost over. We got one last thing we gotta do. So, Anna stole some pantsuits and gave a girl her engagement ring in exchange. She fucked with the dude working at a lingerie shop, and then we heard a sad tale involving a teddy bear we cut open to get underwear. It's a fucking game, man. And as we stated, we only had one thing left to do. Before we do that last thing, remember the name of Anna's childhood friend? Prepare yourself as I completely replace Anko's name with that one for no reason. I mean, I got Anko's character ending and couldn't remember her name. Pretty sure I was just happy to be done here. Last thing we gotta do. We gotta go through the erotic photo gallery. We have to do it for science, unfortunately. It's, it's just a thing we have to do. I don't like it. I don't want to do it. Believe me when I tell you this. I do not want to do this. I am scared for my life. Uh, we are only missing one. So we did pretty well, actually. Uh, we could go back and find it, but why? Uh, so here we go. This is um, this first picture I'm looking at here. This is um, Haruka, and she's um, she's not naked. She just she's just in you know in her underwear. 
that's fine. She's just kind of laying in bed. That's that's fine. That's I've seen worse. You know, that's that's not bad. N next up, we have Anna. She's got some pink underwear, and um, um, she's laying. She's got like some sheets over her a little bit. Uh, and yep, that's fine. That's fine. You know what? These aren't as bad as I thought. I've seen. Oh. Okay, never I take it all back. Um, I take it all back. Uh, next up we have Anna, and... Uh, she's not wearing anything. She has nothing on the shirt. Um, yeah. There's some boobs there. Those are boobs. You know, you know, not... I've seen, I've seen more tasteless things in these types of games, so... Okay, sure. Uh, next up we have Naoka. And she's wearing a shirt. Uh, it's not much of a shirt, but it's there. Um, there's, um, looks very cold in the room. And uh, we'll leave it at that. And okay, alright, well, that is, that sure is Naoka. She also doesn't, now she is Sans shirt. Um, I, it looks less cold in the room now. Um, I, you know, I'm not one to judge temperature from a photo, but what are you going to do? Um, yeah, yeah, that's the thing we're looking at. Uh, and last up here, this is, uh, Yukari. Uh, I feel weird looking at this, but we're going to look at it. Uh, Yukari's in her underwear. It's like some, you know, light blue underwear. That's fine. That's, that's classy. Yeah, I've seen worse. I'm guessing the one we're missing is Haruka naked, and I'm not going back and finding it. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep, yeah, that's, uh, that's Yukari. She's naked. Um, not fully. You don't, you don't see the bottom, but sure do see the top. She has her arms crossed a little bit, like... Why did she take these... Why did they all take... Did they all lay on, like, the same bed? They're all laying on, like, the same white sheets. They just all decided, like, hey, let's go to the same spot and take the same photographs, I guess. Okay. Well, I think we're done. I, I think we're done. We can look at our pantsu collection, but why? Who cares? That's, that's pantsu hunter. That's the end. We're done. Goodbye. Thank you. That's it. We fucking did it. Pantsu Hunter Back to the 90s is over. And now it's time to unveil the This Is Video Games rating scale. So we'll be working with a five-star scale, and our criteria for each star is as follows. You can earn up to one star for art and graphics. You can earn up to one star for sound design and music. Up to one star for gameplay. Up to one star for story, characters, writing. I kind of lumped all those together. And finally, the triple X factor, which can earn up to two stars. I, I'm pretty proud of that one. Yes, I realize that's more than five stars, but I needed a way to make up for games like visual novels that might be lacking in the gameplay department. Basically, triple X factor is a different kind of fun factor, fun of all kinds. You, you get it. Actually, think of it more of the old GameSpot tilt rating and you kind of get what I'm going for here. Now, I realize my scale sounds a bit harsh as we aren't playing Game of the Year contenders on, on this podcast, but believe me, I will always be taking that into account. I'm not comparing Pansu Hunter to, like, Witcher 3 or something like that. 
Also, I have fully given a chance for a game to break the scale. Do I think it will happen? No, but I welcome the day when it actually takes place. So, Pantsu Hunter in review. First off, we got art and graphics. Uh, I'm going to give this a half a star here. It's probably the only thing the game has going for it, really. I actually wish bigger games would take this idea for like a 90s anime aesthetic and make it a thing. It's a really cool idea. Nobody is doing it. Why only half a star then? Because when the art is bad, it is quite bad. Look no further than us eating rock soup and playing with the tea of clubs. Next, we have sound design and music. I'm going to give this a quarter star here. So... The soundtrack here isn't abysmal or anything, but it's just, there's not much here. I get music is expensive, I, I truly do, but one of their best songs, the one that I use in the intro and outro, I only know of as being in the trailer for the game. I, I couldn't find it in the game at all. It might be in there, I just didn't find it. Also, the sound effects are bad. That dresser puzzle with the five knocks really wore me down on that. A lot of the other sound effects are turned up a little loud sometimes too. If you didn't notice while listening, it's because I fixed a lot of them. I shouldn't need to do that. The game should just be mixed properly. After that, we have the gameplay and zero fucking stars here. Fuck the gameplay in this game. It's cute the first couple times you ha you fail a chapter, but it gets so old so fast. Every time I heard today is football, I wanted to die. Am I being too harsh? It is a point and click ad adventure after all. I will say that I enjoy point and click games. I enjoy visual novels. This is not a good example of either genre. After that, we have story and writing and characters. I'm giving this game a quarter star here. Again, that may sound harsh or not harsh enough on this aspect, depending on what you thought of what they were going for. I'm basing this score on the five characters here. So Jonathan Treep is the creepiest protagonist I've ever played as. It's really not even close. I did not feel good playing as him ever. I get it's done for the comedic aspect, but it makes me feel so uncomfortable that I don't find the humor here. Will we play as worse than him in the future? Maybe, but for now, he has set the fucking bar for Creep Factor, and it's it's a high bar. Haruka and Anna are fine, but not particularly interesting at all. They tried to get me to care, but I didn't. The Arai sisters are the only reason it gets a quarter star, and they probably should have been more fleshed out, honestly. Also, typos and mistranslations up the ass here. Serious problems. There will be times when a game is so bad it will be good in this category, but Pantsu Hunter is trying to do something heartfelt, and it's just failing miserably at it. So, I think a quarter star is actually pretty generous in my opinion. And finally, the triple X factor. And no, no stars here. There's, there's an erotic photo gallery you can unlock, but as it's just nothing to write home about. It's just... I don't know. Also, all their talk about wanting to, the game to be about learning about how deep their characters are and attempting to make heartfelt stuff is just makes that inclusion just really icky. Just it's just uncomfortable. I don't like it. I actually liked the Arise Sisters. I didn't need to see Yukari with her top off. I just don't. It's it's just weird. And other than that aspect, I just didn't have fun with the game. I I know that sounds harsh, but I just didn't. I laughed a few times here and there, but it wore me down so fast that none of the funnier moments really mattered. So overall, Pantsu Hunter gets one star out of five. It's possible I'm being too harsh here, but there's just nothing about this game worth talking about besides maybe their idea for an art style. That like that's pretty good, and you know, it got what it deserved, I think, there. 
This game is tedious, it's unfun, and honestly, even when you get through it, the rewards are so mad that you just don't care. If I weren't recording, then I would have stopped at before an hour and tried to refund it on Steam. I'm not even going to lie about that. The fact that this game is like $15 or whatever, it was just it's just too much for this. They should pay you $15 to play this game. It's practically a fucking job. And yeah, I know, what did I expect, right? Of course it's bad. Here's the thing. This isn't my first rodeo into this stuff. In fact, I've had fun with these dumb games in the past. This scale is set up to be forgiving to the, these types of games for the most part, in my opinion anyway. If you bought this looking for a good time of any sort, just like it's something to laugh at, I personally feel you would just leave disappointed in every aspect. But I'm glad we started here. I can safely say this was a good place to start. This game is what I will refer to as the shallow end when it comes to these types of games. Slowly but surely we'll wade into the deep end of the pool and maybe then we'll look back at Pansu Hunter fondly and go, at least it was just topless photos. Of course, then I'll remember actually playing it and probably die a little inside. I'm going to be doing a lot of dying inside, aren't I? Well, that's the end. Thank you for listening to this entire thing if you've been here since the beginning. There's a lot of kinks still left to work out here as I'm kind of new to this type of podcasting, but I'll get there eventually. So what's next for This Is Video Games? What's the next game I'm going to take on? Well, I'll tell you. Next game on my agenda is one that is rather popular among fans of the adult content video game, and that game is Honey Pop. So please look forward to that game. I'm 100% positive it is not as bad as Pantsu Hunter. Maybe that's a bad thing, though. Guess we'll find out. Anyways, that's going to do it for This Is Video Games. If you like this show, please rate and review us wherever you're allowed to do that on the internet. Subscribe if you haven't already, and also tell your friends about the show. All these things really do help. You can find me on Twitter at Tyrone underscore Swift. You can hear me talk about video games I actually like on the Nerds Without Pants podcast, and you can hear me bullshit with my sister about internet lists on the Clickbait Update podcast. Next episode, we will be starting our playthrough of Honey Pop, a brand new journey involving a love fairy and honeys who need popping. Until then, come a beautiful oasis. Goodbye. Goodbye.